0: Now, Graham and Annabelle have been married 37 years, approximately. Uh, they have three adult children. They have eight grandchildren. They're both trained as teachers. So I figure that makes you pretty ideally suited to teach us about parenting. Would that be right?
1: We can offer you a few tips.
0: <laughs> I was hoping for more than a few.
1: We've only got 20 minutes.
0: Okay. Well, we'll cr- cram them in there. Um, I often find older, well, parents of adults' kids, they're, they're always saying to me, oh, it feels like only yesterday, you know, that I was... Is that how it feels like for you? It was only yesterday you were changing nappies and with your kids and, and uh, getting up in the middle of the night and all that kind of thing?
2: Uh, fortunately, those memories have faded. However, we have our six grandchildren come to visit us of a... Uh a wednesday and we're changing nappies and so it all comes back to you very quickly so uh, they're special times it's good to know you've still got that skill set <laughs> well we're really looking forward to hearing
0: from you graham i'll
2: give Thank you, me you this oh like
0: well, we'll give them the chance to get set up this is a very organized looking setup. I think most parents would know. You've got to be very
2: well organised. Okay. Yeah, that's why I left the CD at home this morning and just got back here five minutes ago. Annabelle.
1: Parenting is a huge topic. We've been given 20 minutes, a drop in the ocean, but we hope this time will help you reflect positively on your role as a parent. We're teachers. Teachers like visuals. We have a few, so just a minute. I'm meant to look like Mary Poppins.
0: <laughs>
1: She'd be a help in working through parenting issues. She's bound to have a happy song to sing. Sing your worries away. And if that doesn't work, a spoonful of sugar. Though I suggest you have it, not your child. If you're too young to remember who Mary Poppins is, what about Super Nanny? She moves in and sorts it all out. Well, we've got Super Granddad. <laughs> Who wouldn't want a strong man with all the answers in their hour of crisis? Parenting. That one word prompts all kinds of thoughts and emotions. What word comes to your mind? Sing out. Stress. Hard. You're tired, sleepless, yes.
2: Something positive.
1: It can be fun. But parenting is hard work. Is that a surprise? Anything good takes effort. And parenting is a good thing. It's a privilege. You shape another person's life. As we come to the challenge of parenting, it's helpful if we come with a few ideas. And I'm sorry if this clothing distracts you from taking me seriously. Questions like, will I do what my parents did? What do I want for my child? Am I only good for food and lodging or is there more? (laughs) Views about children vary. If you think a child needs teaching to direct its behaviour, that will lead you to be proactive, giving instructions and directions, supporting them to achieve. If, on the other hand, you decide a child is able to make good choices without your input, you'll step back and let them work it out. Regardless of your view, our children need to learn to respond to authority. You and I live under authority, a social community with expectations and consequences. An easy example to remind us that we're not free to do as we like are road rules and traffic lights. You have to go with the flow. And there is chaos if you don't. Newspapers, they're full of articles about naughty adults suffering the consequences of their behaviour. This issue of authority raises its head at a surprisingly early age and is a frequent source of tension in family life. So if Mary Poppins doesn't have a happy song for you to sing and Super Granddad is a no-show, what helps us meet the challenge of parenting? What will sustain us? It's a long journey. There are so many opinions, not to mention Google at everyone's fingertips. It's confusing. Why can a two-year-old run rings around their adult parent? Thankfully, there are some basic principles that create a framework for relating together. We would like to
2: share a few. Visual. There are four principles that we'd like to share with you today. The first one is behaviour. James Dobson, an author from the 1970s, sounds old, doesn't he? A bit like us. Well, he is a child psychologist and he went on to found an organisation called Focus on the Family that is still active today. He has a lot to say about parenting. He speaks about the importance of distinguishing between childish irresponsibility and willful disobedience. I have found this very helpful. Childish irresponsibility recognises that children have lots of accidents. For example, they spill stuff, they break things, just because they're kids, big or small. There is no intention in their accident, it just happens. Anger or punishment are not appropriate responses to these incidents. Probably a few pointers about how to stop it happening again might be helpful, and some kids need lots of these. As we think about our family group, someone usually comes to mind who just can't sit still. Boys in particular are like that. They wriggle around all the time. There are a couple of play school songs that I have enjoyed. One is appropriately called Shake Your Sillies Out. It reminds me that children do not have the maturity of adults. It is a process that takes time. Kids are just kids. Have a listen with me to these lyrics of a song. Thanks, Andrew. We could sing it, couldn't we? Sit down. Well I can't sit down, no I can't sit down. Cause my feet are all full of so you know. dance around. Bump deedle lump bump bump a dee. Everybody a deedle dance with me. Everybody says be good, be good Everybody says be good, be good Well, if they understood I'm as good as good For dancing all round is what I should
1: Bump, deedle, lump, bump, bump, bump
2: Okay. Who's heard that song? Anybody? Oh, yeah, good. It's just saying that kids are kids. On a more serious note, willful disobedience, on the other hand, is just as its name implies, a deliberate act of the will, where the child defies the parent, the child challenges your authority. Dobson tells us that we must meet this challenge and this starts at a very early age and is often a shock to us. The parent-child relationship is the first and most important social interaction. How we respond to our child's defiance sets a pattern for the future. Dobson reminds us that we teach respect and responsible behaviour. Sadly, there are not three easy steps when faced with defiance. We are individuals and we all engage differently. My style suits my family, but it may not suit you. Some people like to use distraction or timeout, or count to three, just to name a few approaches. We need to achieve... What we need to achieve, though, is that the child be reminded that it is the parent who gives direction and that they must comply. Initially, they complain loud and long, but don't be put off. It is important that these confrontations are won in the early years as dealing with issues in adolescence can be much more difficult. Don't be discouraged by defiance. Expect it and be ready. Dobson tells us that there are three times as many strong-willed children as compliant. Most families will have children who challenge continually. That's just who they are. Find ways to connect positively with your child to build your relationship. These fun times are a helpful foundation for the difficult times. Dobson again says that a consistent application of love and discipline positively shapes and directs your child. It is essential to re-establish your connection with a child who has been chastised in some way. The event is finished and your love for each other revisited. Don't overlook this important aspect of parenting children resent discipline without love. So hang in there. They usually come good and then they leave home. (laughs) Someone else gets to enjoy the benefits of your hard work.
1: Consistency. If you're not going to do it, don't say it. Empty threats are ineffective in changing behavior. Empty threats teach your children you don't mean what you say. Whatever boundary or rule you have put in place for your family, maintain it. Keep it relevant. Tony Payne in his book, Fatherhood, quotes someone with one boundary. No back chat. Everything else was negotiable. That family didn't need lots of rules. Respectful responses were insisted on. They were happy to talk about everything else. Consistency with boundaries helps children understand what is expected. It tells kids what's important to you and is good for them. We know a young man who as a teenager said to his friend, your parents love you. They tell you when to be home. Mine let me do as I like. This young man saw his freedom as a lack of love. Consistent boundaries create an atmosphere of security. Parenting is a 24-7 activity and can be overwhelming. You can't make an issue of everything. Address one challenge at a time. That makes parenting, parenting manageable. Simple things like being conscious of food and sleep routines for little and big people might address some everyday tensions. It is wise if we give our children feedback about their behaviour as an everyday occurrence. Compliant children don't get overlooked. And you're not only telling children negative stuff. Acknowledge and praise their appropriate responses, acts of kindness or thoughtfulness, being helpful, showing maturity, exercising self-discipline. Tell them they did well. Then, when correcting behaviour and discussing alternate choices that they could have made or consequences for what they did... This is a less negative time, as it's part of everyday life, instead of a reaction to a situation. Children will be used to reflecting on their behaviour, which is helpful if there are changes to make.
2: Time. You can all see that? Every Wednesday, Annabelle and I have six of our grandchildren for the day... It is an opportunity for the mums to do whatever they need to and it's a, uh, an oppo- a, a time where we can connect with them. So they come over in the morning. We walk over to the neighbour's place and feed the horses. We come back and cook pancakes for morning tea. I take, I take the three eldest ones to the library for craft and a story. We come, out, come home via the beach and uh, have some, a, a play and some fish cocktails. It is then time to come home for uh, lunch and a swim. In the afternoon it's rest time and then uh, we go over under the tree or down to Grandad's shed to have a play. They go home about five o'clock and we are usually exhausted by the end of the day. (laughs) And that's why you have children when you're 20 and 30, you're not 50s. (laughs) But it is uh, an incredible opportunity to... um, connect with the kids and to sow into their lives we feel very blessed about that so there is no substitute for time whether it be a friendship a marriage a family or any relationship time is needed to get to know each other time is needed to have fun together time is needed to talk to share your day the good and the sad time is needed to teach both by word and example Especially life skills, the practical skills where a child's strengths are developed and weaknesses are addressed. Time is needed to teach social skills, how to get along with people at home and church and school and sport, etc. Time is needed to problem solve, to discuss difficult situations and how to respond to them, encouraging our children to be resilient. Time is needed to demonstrate love. If time is short and rushed, then these things just don't take place. We all live busy lives, so it's a challenge to find or to make time. It is a particularly relevant issue for today's parents who find there are many demands on their time. They are pulled in different directions. With work and other commitments, they can be away from home a lot. The children are actually spending more time with their teachers than with their parents. In those collaborative years, of life when you find yourselves as parents running your kids here and there, it feels like a game of tag. Mum is taking someone swimming, dad is off to Mangrove Mountain for soccer. Life is busy. As parents we need to be mindful of the commitments we make to outside activities, as they do have a significant impact on family life. It is surprising how quickly the years of family togetherness disappear. It may not feel that they're going quickly enough at the moment for some, but they really do disappear. You don't get them back. So be proactive about how you use your time. Teamwork. This is just another topic that we've thought about. This might seem like a strange topic to include, but parenting is a big job. It takes a team effort. Ideally, it's mum and dad. But that's not the case for lots of children. If this is your situation, invite others to help. Your parents and siblings love your children and have an interest in their welfare. The church community could be a place where your family as a group connects with other families. As families do things together, the children benefit from other parental input. A family friend of ours offered to our son that he could go and live with them should he be uh, needing a break from living with us. (laughs) So we thank Daryl for that. (laughs) And we won't mention which son it was, Nathan. (laughs) But there are youth groups and kids clubs where your children can connect with peers and leaders. You might have neighbours who are helpful or sports or music contacts where your child connects with others where friendships can be fostered that support their development. Be proactive in gathering around you people who have an interest in supporting you and your children.
1: Kids behaving badly, I think that's written on your little flyer somewhere. So just reflecting on the four things that we have commented about, we'll just consider that for a minute. So what's going on for these kids behaving badly? And it's probably not important if they're big or small. The process is much the same. Firstly, you're the adult, so the challenge is yours as to what is happening for that child. Consider the four areas. Behaviour. Can they do what I have asked? Have they misunderstood what's expected? Is it the sillies in full flight, just immaturity? Consistency. Have I confused the child by not making clear boundaries? Do we need to clarify expectations? Are they frustrated or angry about themselves and do they need some more positive feedback? Time. Do they feel overlooked because our family life is so busy? When was the last time you had fun together or talked together? Team. Are they asking for attention and happy to settle for any interaction, happy or sad? Who's impacting this child? Are there school pressures? Academic pressures? The school shape doesn't suit everyone, but everybody has to go. Peers. Peers have a big impact on how children feel about themselves. The media. It will be surprising as you work through these questions for yourself and your child, the things that come to mind. You can't do this in the heat of the moment and you don't. You step back and you reflect. As the parent, you're the initiator in resolving the conflict for little people. But as children grow and mature, you discuss these things with them. If you are used to talking about life and behaviour and feelings, this is much easier. None of it is usually easy. It does remind us that our parent role is a serious one and of great consequence. Helping children understand themselves and their reactions, supporting them to make better choices, is long-term. We work towards their independence. For some, it's a long, slow road, but it's very special when they arrive. Just like to say something about resources. As a young woman, books were my source of information, and I read a lot. Neither of our parents offered any parenting input. Uh, there's an abundance of Christian and secular information out on all aspects of parenting books, DVDs, courses, the Internet. They offer you ideas and practices to consider. As you look for information, it's worth remembering there is no one right way to parent. Take ideas that make sense, that seem reasonable, that you feel you can put in place. Beware of fads. Currently, there is a fear associated with smacking, as well as advice against saying no to small children. There will always be the latest trend. It may not be something worth implementing. The challenges of parenting are centuries old. Listen to these quotes. Our generation is degenerate these latter days. There are signs that the world is speedily coming to an end. Children no longer obey their parents. 3000 BC. (laughs) Another one. Children show disrespect for elders. Children no longer rise when elders enter the room. They contradict their parents, chatter before company and tyrannise over their teachers. 400 BC. That was Socrates. The issues of parenting are not new and neither are the principles that we can put in place we've mentioned four. As a young married couple expecting our first child, a couple, an older couple from our church um, befriended us. They had three primary age children. And the most significant aspect of that friendship for me was input about parenting. Sleeping routines for babies, managing children's behaviour, teaching kids about Jesus, none of those things I had thought about and, as I said, our parents didn't tell us anything. People are a great resource. Consider how you can help others or look for some help for yourself. There are too many books and authors to name and I'm sure you've noticed that we like Dobson. We have a church bookshop, Cornerstone Books is a walk down the road with staff to direct you to any topic you like but we have each other. In a few minutes, we'll be gone and it will be chat time. Ask those people at your table what they have read. What did they learn? Did it help? What can they recommend? See if you can leave today with the title of a book that's relevant to your family needs. If there's nobody at your table with any ideas, come and talk to us. The Focus on the Family Organisation can be accessed online and offers resources for all age groups, their topics cover parenting, zero to four, drug-proof your kids, no apologies, sexuality program, born survivors deals with suicide. They run seminars on marriage and character-based education for kids up to teenage years. A reliable, sensible, practical support for your family. If you have teenagers, you might be interested in Mark Gungor, well-known for Laugh Your Wait or Better Marriage. He has resources on teens, drugs, sex and relating... Some are DVDs. Creating an opportunity to sit and watch something together as a family and then discussing it is a more relaxed way of opening topics that you might want to talk about, but like most of us, find a bit tricky. Mary did a good job yesterday on giving us a few tips about that.
2: Well, in conclusion, we have looked at four issues that we've considered important in parenting There are many others. Before we finish, I'd like to ask the question, does God have anything to say about this topic? We believe the Bible is the mind of God. As the Creator, He who made us knows what is best. The Scriptures tell us all that we need to know about Him and how we are to live our lives. For a Christian, it is of great assurance if we can know that what we are doing is consistent with what God wants for us and our family. We don't need to be confused and tossed around by all the conflicting advice we hear every day. We consider the issues of love, respect and acceptance of authority to be fundamental to living in God's world under his authority. We are blessed to have a Christian community where we can help each other's with this huge responsibility. As Annabelle said... One of the blessings is our access to many people in the church who are available to support and mentor. We have counsellors who can help in relational issues. We have youth leaders who work alongside of the young people. And we have access to excellent resources through the bookshops. Parenting is a big job. Nobody gets it right all the time. It is helpful if we, are reminded, if we remind ourselves that we too are not so different from children that we are, like them, rebellious, needing direction and forgiveness. As we make mistakes, we need to be brave enough to apologise to the kids as often as necessary. Ask for a fresh start. God is concerned for us. He promises to help us in our struggles. As grandparents, we feel blessed to be able to mentor and encourage others to work at family life. God is a covenant God who cares for his people from one generation to the next we pray that god would help us in our parenting roles that's all from me and Annabelle, from manabel and i sorry and uh, that was wasn't very good for a teacher was it um what are we doing tim are we asking questions um
0: Uh, thanks, Graeme and Annabelle. That's been fantastic. We do have time for a few questions. If you would like to ask a question, just put your hand in the air. We've got one straight away up the back here. Yeah, good day. Just wondering if you've got any advice for parents uh, with children diagnosed with autism uh, trying to, as you called it, win challenges to their authority.
1: Well, this is your lucky day. I have worked with autistic children for the last 23 years, so I'll come and have a little chat with you afterwards if
0: you're happy with that. Now, that's going to be an extended conversation. Uh, Does anybody else have a question they'd like to ask? There's a hand up. Oh, yep, go ahead.
1: I'm just wondering if you can supply the uh, address for the Wednesday daycare
0: centre, please. (laughs) I was hoping that wouldn't be publicised. I've got two. I'm entering into it already. (laughs) Yep, just the back corner.
2: Yeah, I've got a
1: child who is excessively emotional. And when there's conflict at home, um, the, the reaction is quite um, severe. And I'm just trying to look for tips, I suppose, in, in helping to bring that, um, that emotional state down a bit so we can actually address some of the cores of the issues that are there. Do you have any tips on that sort of thing, dealing with really overly emotionally children? I don't have a specific answer for you at the moment, but I will introduce you to someone who will help you. Okay?
0: Is this your answer to all questions, Annabelle?
1: (laughs) I do not pretend to have the answer to every question.
0: We've got a question down the front here.
1: Um, I'm just wondering if you have any ideas for like, um, I have a child, she has the ability to, she's very controlling, but she likes to, um, she turns her consequence into a positive, that it's somehow her decision, that she's facing this consequence, or you have implemented something and she will make out that somehow she has implemented the rule within the household. <laughs> she's a she, she is gifted, so yeah. <laughs> and she's only just turned six. And we've been doing this since she's one and a half. She could fully talk by then. You will have an interesting future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Any tips?
1: <laughs> I always hesitate at just, you know, blurting something out because there are so many variables. And without talking with you and learning more about the child, then you really... You just, you know, grab something. So, I'm happy to talk to you too. And if I can't think of anything between now and then, I'll introduce you to somebody who knows more than me.
2: Annabelle is not normally lost for words. <laughs> and she usually speaks her mind okay. Just responding to the question at the back there about um, a child who is dealing or, or feeling, you know, emotional about things... My thinking simply is that um, if you can make your home as a um, safer place for them where there are routines that you, you follow daily, um, I think a child will feel secure in knowing what to expect. Um, so, so the concept of routine, of, of um, preparing them beforehand if something new is going to happen... Um, I'm sure that is. there are similar sorts of things for people who have children with autism, that you do need to be conscious of any changes that um, um, are are coming up. So to prepare them beforehand, keep the routines happening at home. Um, But um, it's just wonderful when mums and dads engage with their kids all the time, and and there's just no substitute for the time that you spend doing that. we do have people in our church who have experience with gifted children too, so um, you may know them already. But I can I can introduce you to them, um, should that be necessary. If you're interested, any other questions? Well, we we are not expert. Well, we we are not experts. We've been involved in education for many years, and um, and we and we enjoy family life. But uh, I'm sorry that we may not have answered your questions as. Much detail as you'd wanted. Um, so, you mentioned the team effort and getting other people on board mm. if you don't perhaps have the normal family set up. How would you suggest people go about that, like getting the mentors for their children or, or someone else on board to help them? Sure. I did mention in that topic that uh, you, as you go along to um, music groups or sports groups or church activities Um, I took a young gentleman along to uh, the the senior night um, at Summerfest here and I went and spoke to the leaders so that they were conscious of this new person Um, um, how do you go about it Annabelle help me I'm running out just in terms of how do we where do we go to find um, other people as we mix in the church, we, we, uh, we have found that there are many families in similar situations to ourselves or as young parents. Um, this church does a great job in providing many opportunities for families to mix together and for kids to be involved.
1: If you were part of this church group, there would be... Someone who would be aware of other people, perhaps a a grandparenting style. Out in the community they have um, grandparents that offer weekend respite to children with disabilities. So that's a formalised thing. The church community that has older people whose grandchildren are overseas or elsewhere who are lonely or who might be very happy to love and care for another family are around. It's just a matter of finding who they are accessing them. Obviously, that's, a, um, that's one style. The other style is that you, through the activities that you do in the community, you meet people who are of like mind. We need to be cautious. My sister was in this same situation and pursued um, support for her sons because she was a mother on her own. Some of that went well, some of it didn't. So you, you, exp- you trial and see how things go. Um, allowing your children to have access to other people without you being there, of course, has all sorts of um, whiskers attached to it. So you're not going to, with gay abandon, hand your children over to people that you are um, unsure of. So there's no, it's not a simple
0: road. We're going to have to finish it there, but uh, I think we'd all agree parenting is wonderful. It's extremely demanding. It's great to have had your advice this morning. Uh, Graham and Annabelle will be around this morning to catch them for further. Uh, if you want to talk to them further, can you thank them for their time with us this morning?